Pastors of Pain is in the house. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for listening. Thank you for your financial contributions. Um, what? I'm just kidding. I mean, you can send us Do people money. send us money? Sometimes. They need to. It's very nice. We had a uh, nice couple uh, down in Houston. I don't know if they've sent us anything, but they oh, asked for our Brian's. address. It was not my parents. <laughs> my parents send uh, the parish money for mass intentions. That's their... Your mother loves that's mass their intentions. That's uh, their main... Someone sent their me main mass intentions one time. A month worth of them. 30 of them. Yeah, great. It took me four years to do them. Oh, it shouldn't take you that Well, long. the reason why it took me so long is because every day I have a mass intention for a college student. Oh. So you got to pray less for your people. That'll, yeah. that's how you do it. Yeah. Thanks. Right. Good way. There's a lot of ways around that. Just care, care less. <laughs> that's what I do. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Uh, so we are, uh, it's October. Uh, care less. We're excited. Uh, it's we're excited, excited to have you. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, I yeah, know. It's great. It's great. Um, yeah, there's just a lot, a lot of good. This is kind of that, that time of year when we're just, I like to say to, in our staff meetings, like kind of just blocking and tackling. Just the, the, the fundamentals, you know, yeah. meeting people, taking care of people, good pastoral care, you know, our initiatives, the stuff that we spent all summer planning are, are moving, you know, uh-huh. so that's a, yep. becoming Catholic, our CIA, kids stuff, teenager stuff, the preschool, you know, stuff has like some momentum. I think you yeah. got, you know, you got the same thing. You got your yeah. Knobloch Knights, you got your Catholic Catholicism the, yeah, Bible studies are rolling. Bible studies. So there's not like, oh no, what are we going to do this year? Like, we're doing it, but but now and you can, you know, I, I know I do. Like, you know, you get something started, you're a month in, and then you can kind of pull your foot off the gas and coast. But we don't want to coast. We want to just keep whew, keep rolling. I found a button in my truck with Brett Akins, our development director. Yeah, John. I know him. And the button says ECTPWR, and. E C T P W R. I had no idea what it was. And he goes, Do you use that button often? I said, This in your truck? Uh huh. I oh. said, I've never actually pushed it. And he goes, He pushed it. And I pushed on the gas pedal, and my pickup truck smoked the tires in first gear at like 20. Oh, it's like a nitro? It's like an extra power boost in oh. my vehicle. And so now, uh, now I do it. All the time. time. In the parking lot. (laughs) So that's the way I set. That's how I wake up every morning. It's Father Kerry going to work out. (laughs) Roasting the tires. Hitting that button. (laughs) So that's why I feel in like in October, I have to hit the ECT button. I just need a a little more juice to keep going. Yeah, this is not a time for for pulling back. Yeah, it's... Except I am going to Hawaii. I'm sorry, what? At the end of the month, I'm going to Hawaii. On vacation without me? It's 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 a half and half. I'm actually going to give wait half vacation, half being well, lazy bum. Or what? no, no, it's it's I'm going for heck? I'm going for work. What, what, what kind of what kind of priest? I was invited. Whoa, whoa, hold on. Let, they have Catholics in Hawaii. I know, but they have the priests. gospel needs to be preached in Hawaii. They have priests in Hawaii. Not very many. Oh, uh, so I'm going to give a parish retreat. Okay. At uh, St. Michael the Archangel on the Big Island on Kona. And so... Kona is not the Big Island. The Big Island's Hawaii. Kona is the area is yeah, the yeah, yeah, area exactly. of... Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kona is the airport. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. So I'm going to give a parish, a retreat, 
for this parish, and right. then I'm gonna I'm gonna stay and celebrate uh, the Sunday masses. Uh, so um, so it's a Saturday Sunday of you know of parish ministry for this for Saint Michael the Archangel parish, but then I'm going all the way to Hawaii. I got it, you know. Go to Molokai. I'm going to Molokai. Stop. How did you get over there? Well, I don't know yet. I'm working on it. Oh, okay. But I'm going to Hawaii, so I'm gonna. So anyway, so I'm gonna go a couple days early. So I'll have I fly Monday. I'll have Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday to uh, chill and uh, and and uh, recharge, recharge the proverbial batteries. Yeah. And then, but one one of those days or two of those days, I'm gonna be. I'll make a pilgrimage to Molokai, Molokai for my favorite saint, Damien. Hey, hey, don't be confused. Don't ask to go to Molokini. Because Molokini is the island off the coast of Maui. Molokai is also off the coast of Maui. But Molokini is a little island that blew up and is now a crater. And oh. It's a great place to go snorkeling. Yeah, I probably won't go there. You don't, don't go to Molokini. Not so much with the snorkeling. Yeah. But anyway, so besides that little, I'm going to have a, a, little, uh, a little rest. And, and, really, a, and, I, and I don't know rest. I mean, it's... Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't know that I'll come back particularly like energy refreshed, but spiritually, I'm really looking forward to it. Okay, here since we talked about the ninth and tenth commandments next uh, last week, yeah, yeah. When you're walking to the cabin, are is the ninth and tenth commandments going to come into play when you walk through the business and luxury class of the airplane? And you see all those I'm people sitting in coach, and you see those people stretched out on their ivory couches. I'm going to be asleep. <laughs> I'll be asleep. Okay, today I want to talk about godparents. Oh, who? So we, uh, me more than you, but, but, uh, I do, we do a lot of baptisms, Uh um, and you, and you do baptisms, but I think you also have, this is important for your students because I think a lot of your students are asked, are one, are going to be parents soon, Mm -hmm. some of them. Uh, but then I think some of your students I know are asked to be, to be godparents. I was just one couple weeks ago yeah. in St. Louis. Yeah. If sometimes priests yeah. are asked to be. He's a godparent. Um, okay, so I think we just what I want to do is just set the record straight, tell you a little bit about what the church, what is a godparent? We will talk about that. Uh-huh. What is a godparent? Why do we have godparents? Um, but then also, like, what are the qualifications to be a godparent? Pulse. You I think sometimes pulse. people is like, well, they're, re- they're my brother. Okay, but do they believe in the Lord Jesus? If you make that, if you have to make that noise, don't, <laughs> don't, 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 well, no. Then, are then, they a disciple of the Lord? Yeah. Are they a practicing Catholic? Practicing Christmas and Easter. That's what they're doing. Okay, hit it. Okay, so what, so then. tell us, uh, what is, what is, what is a godparent? But you, you. No, I mean, just, you, oh, you were, just you get, were just one a couple weeks I was ago. just one, one. You know, I, I look at it. Um is a godparent is someone who is growing in their faith as a disciple of the Lord Jesus Christ and is going to model the life of holiness for another person to lead them on the journey to the kingdom of God. Be a saint. To, as St. Paul says, we loved you so much that not only did we share the gospel, we shared our very life. St. John Catholic Student Center, we build saints. Peace. Oh, I thought that was an end note. I thought we were getting out of this. I, I, I think that's what a godparent is. You know, for, you know, in the, and, and a godparent is that continue that journey is supposed to be there for the person's first Holy Communion. 
is and that's why like in the in the um I think in the canon law it says godparent of confirmation not sponsor because the person at the confirmation is also supposed to be the person who is your godparent at your baptism yeah they're supposed to be there all- so ideally yes ideally if you're when you're choosing a godparent it would be someone that's going to be a part of your child's life However, for, for for the good. Now, does that mean they have to live next door? No. But they're making a commitment to pray for, to be a good example for. Yeah, yeah. And so here's the this is the can uh, the code of canon law. Oh. We should do a code. show on the co- on the code. I don't know anything. Anyway, the code of canon law, canon eight seventy-four. Oh, okay. Says that a godparent must be a Catholic who has been confirmed. And has already received the most holy sacrament of the Eucharist, and and who leads a life of faith in keeping with the function to be taken on. So if you're if you the function, oh, to I be- really want my I really want my brother to be the godparent. Okay, but your your brother never never received the sacrament of confirmation. That okay, then he's out. Does that mean you don't love your brother? No. Does that mean he can't be a godparent in the future? No. But for right now, what we're asking for is a committed Catholic. So one of the things we do here is when we have a baptism and the godparent lives, you know, somewhere else, we have a letter from we we need a letter from their pastor that this person is in, you know, kind of good good standing, that they are committed to their faith and that they're at mass regularly. Yep, yep, yep. And so some people say, well, they don't really know their pastor. Well, okay. And that, and that's some, I there's people who go to church here that I don't really know very well. So, but but could you make an appointment with your pastor and, you know, and your pa- and explain but but if your pastor's like, I have no idea who you are. I've never seen you before. You're not registered at the parish. You've never donated anything to the parish. Like we don't know who you are, you know. Yeah, exactly. You're not you don't volunteer for anything. Um the first time I met you is when you came asking for a letter for you know to be a godparent. I think a lot of pastors are going to say, I mean, I can't I can't sign this, you know, in good in good conscience. And so when you're choosing a godparent, who who's the holiest catholic that you know? You know, or Mother Teresa. Who's someone she's dead. Um who is someone uh, but alive in heaven? Who who is someone in your life that is going to be a beautiful example of the Catholic faith to your child and pick them? Um, I've heard it said like that, that, that the, um, a, the Godparent is not like a social award. And I think that's how many, many, many people treat it. Well, my brother was the Godparent for my first child. And so now I, I have to pick my other brother. Well, no, no, you don't. It wasn't Michael Corleone in The Godfather, wasn't he? A, um, isn't that's why it's called The Godfather? Um, Don Corleone. Yeah, you know? was he? He was. I think. So if was we, he literally a Godfather, or was that, that, that they use that as like a they use that as the mob boss, like the he's the, the Godfather of this neighborhood? You know? Yeah, yeah, he's like the, the patron. Yeah, the father. Figure. So it's not a. So it's not that. It's so not, not. Yeah, it's not like not uh, a murderous thug, money laundering, and South no, and Central America. Nor is it a social award. Okay. Well, this person has been my friend for a long time. Great. I'm so glad. Friendship is good and important. But that doesn't, just because they're your friend, that doesn't make them a person who would be a good godparent if the purpose of the godparent is to help your child get to heaven. 
Yeah. Is this person going to do that? Yeah. And, and we, um, we, we may, we have lots of priest friends and I know when we were talking about this around the dinner table one time, one of the guys mentioned that his godparents are no longer Catholic and one of them's agnostic. Oh, it's like, what, like in your selection of godparents, like how did that happen that these people, and I, he's a priest now, so uh, praise the Lord, but those people had never helped him along the way um, as as a young Catholic. And I, I think what you know when we get college students who you know lose their lose their faith, who's helping them along the way? Are their parents and godparents? Because that's what you say at that baptism. Parents and godparents, you know, are you are you ready to help the parents of this child in their duty as Christian parents? And the answer is, I and you're going to say, I do. Yeah, I, am. I do. Or I, yes, I do. Or, yeah. Yeah, and so is this? Can you say that, or are you just going through the motions? You're just picking somebody because you like them. Yeah. Anyway, so we want to. What we want to do with this? I mean, what we're talking about is kind of raising the bar with regard to godparents. Um, and so it's not. We're not trying to offend in that. Like, don't pick your, you know, your brother who doesn't go to church ever. This is not a judgment on your brother, but what, what you're making a public a godparent is making a public declaration of their faith. Yeah, that's it. So in the <laughs> yeah. baptism, we ask we ask six questions. Yeah, that's uh, it. And I don't have my book in front of me, but basically, do you renounce Satan? I do. And all his works, I do. And all his empty promises, I do. I do. Do you believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth? I do. Do you believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived of the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried, and rose from the dead? I, I do. do. I do. Do you believe in the Holy Catholic, you know, do you believe in the Holy, uh, Spirit. The Holy Spirit, the forgiveness of sins, the Holy Catholic Church? I'm getting it out of order. Um, and all that other and the resurrection stuff. of the dead. I do. I do. Well, if you don't believe those things, then don't then don't be a godparent. Don't pick a person, and don't and don't be one, if you don't believe those things. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, raise the bar. Raise the bar. Pick 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 good godparents. I, I so I have in my situation is usually um, college students who want to be the confirmation sponsor sponsor. Yep. Godparent of their younger sibling, and. You know, students show up, and I was like, they hand me a form, and they say, hey, um, I, I need to fill this out. And I said, literally, Hi, on, Father Carey. on one occasion, a kid was walking in the office. I was coming back from a run, and, a st- and I opened the door, and I let them in, and they're like, hi. They never addressed me, and by first and last oh, name, they didn't, know they didn't even know who I was. And so I was talking to them as I was walking in, and then they went in to talk to Lauren Lacey about doing a godparent form. And she said, you need to talk to Father Carey. And the kid turned around and just looked at me. And I was like, hi. Hello. And so we, like, we got to know each other, and I, and, I, and I walked them through the face. But they, it was really, it was actually really sad. They because want- you were all sweaty. <laughs> I smelled like a bear. Uh, <laughs> They, it was really sad because they, it was like, it was like, I want this for, I want to be the godparent, the sponsor for my, my little sibling. And I want to do this and I want to fulfill this role. And my mom is really upset that, um, that I'm not going to, and that, and so I catechized them and Clay Furley catechized another guy. Ooh, yeah. And, and then it was, it was sad because they got their token. They got to be godparents and then they never showed up again. Yeah. They came to all these classes. Like, why would you do this? But why would you agree? Why would you publicly say, I believe in all these things? So your mom's not mad at you? Yeah. Yeah. 
Don't. Okay, now let's talk about. Let's say you are a godparent. Oh, yeah. oh, like me? Yeah, I'm a godparent. It's great. Let's say you are a godparent, and now what do you do? Like, is it is you know? Do you just show up at the baptism, and then and then you're good for a while? Uh, and so the Alquin. Are you familiar with the Alquin Institute? I'm 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 familiar with the Xavier Institute. What's that? Saint Francis Xavier. Xavier? Xavier. What's the name of your parish? St. Francis Xavier. No. Do you know about the Alquin Institute of <laughs> the do. Diocese of Tulsa? I do. I just wanted to go through the mispronunciation of things oh, that I always get in time. trouble for. Happens all the time. I'm thinking, uh, the I'm Al- think, the Al- I'm thinking about quitting. <laughs> uh, there are... The Alquin Institute put out a nice little uh, handy little what... Uh, basically, what do you do when to be a good godparent? And they, they recommended four things. Okay, Are go. you ready? Uh-huh. Are you ready? Uh-huh. Are you ready, people? Here we go. Number one, remember your godchild's sacramental anniversaries. Okay. Got it. So send him a card or a gift or a phone call okay. to honor his baptism day, later his confirmation day, and first communion anniversaries. Terrible timing. Right? So that's a very Catholic thing. We love a good anniversary. We celebrate the dedication of, uh-huh. the, of our church or the anniversary of a saint being born or dying yeah. or so remember your godchild's sacramental anniversaries put those in your calendar write them a card send them a gift card you know hey, i'm praying for you on this your the anniversary of your first holy communion all that good stuff okay yeah. number two help uh help them cultivate a devotion to their patron saint okay all right so I like that uh this says encourage the parents to name the child after a saint oh that's a that doesn't happen. I think we've lost that as a I don't know. I, I, it seems like we have. I uh I don't think that's a high priority for people. Well, my best buddy Chuck, you know, he Yeah, uh, St. Chuck. St. Chuck of Saint Oh, there Chuck. is a Charles. There is St. Yeah, there's yeah, Charles. Carrie is actually Charles in Irish Gaelic. Anyway, keep, so keep telling yourself. So that. Okay. I, I was I was uh, baptizing their uh second to last son. His name was Dexter. And I was like, yeah. "This is not Saint Dexter." And I, so I, I gave Teresa, for I gave Teresa all these great saint names, and so it was in the year I think it was like when Pope Benedict was named. Benedict, so the, that's the same. So no, so he took they took Joseph, and I was oh, like, "Nice." Well, I was like, "But we need like a powerful name." I said, and I kept encouraging Thorlack, Saint Thorlack of Iceland, and she said, <laughs> "She said no." So on the baptismal day. I baptized him, Dexter Joseph Thorlax Slagle. And I looked her right in the eye. I baptized you. Dexter. Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. And now that's his name. And so at school, they, they live in, um, in Williamsburg. And they, have, they go to the, uh, the not the Carmelite, the, um, um, the Nashville Dominican School, the sisters. Yeah. And they thought he was joking when he said that his baptismal name Joseph Thorlack. And they're like, really? And then the, the last one, his name, his name's Thomas. Good Thomas. saint. Multiple yep. St. Thomases. Yep. His, his baptismal name is Moses the Black. Yes. yes. Let's go. I know. Yeah, so, Google Moses the Black. He was awesome. Yeah. So anyway, that's Yeah. Uh, so help. Okay. So if you're a godparent, help your, help your, your uh, godchild. Yep. Have a devotion to their patron saint. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Number three, build 
your godchild a spiritual library. Send them books. When they're young, that's a great way to celebrate their baptismal anniversary. Send them some literature. Some literature. So if they're if they're a small child, you get them the the, the Summa Theologica of Saint Thomas Aquinas. <laughs> what about what about sending get them, them like the a whole... eighteen volume Butler's Lives of the Saints? Yeah, I think that's good. Also, like you know, when kids are small, images. You know, they're yes. not literate. Images or yeah, medals, just things to kind of build their to build their intellectual and also devotional life. Yep, um, is very good. And then the fourth one, perhaps the most important, I would say is to be a spiritual mentor. So the, the way the Alcuin Institute puts it, the godchild will need someone in his life who is not afraid to discuss and take seriously the things of God. Got it. And so, remember your child, your godchild's sacramental anniversaries, help him cultivate a devotion to a saint, yep, yep. build a spiritual library, and be a spiritual mentor. Yeah, I, I, Isn't I, that good? I, I, I That's would, so good. I, I would add in that the mentor is also evangelizing the parents. If yeah, if the parents are not where because it, they it's like, ought to be, yeah. Yeah, the parents are supposed to be the first teachers of the faith, so even giving the parents stuff and praying for the parents frequently. And letting them know. Writing them a... A, yeah. You know, a note and giving, yeah. And I think especially, um, you're, you because you'll be, especially if you're helping the parents, you know, a lot of people have multiple children, not everybody, but, you know, so if you're, you know, you're the, you're the, you're the God parent of their first child, you're kind of setting a tone for the, for the whole family of this is, look, this is what we're going to be like with your child number one. So it kind of raises the bar of who they're going to pick to be godparents. For child number two. Oh. So it's it's important just to be yeah, to be to be out in front of it and to be, you know, you're not taking their place. You're not you're not you're not the child's parents. But you play a beautiful you can play a beautiful role in the life of that family by encouraging them to be holy parents. Yeah. I is is the line okay, uh, Monsignor Ted Kaczynski, his name's not Kaczynski. Ted Kaczynski was the Utah bomber. That's not uh, Monsignor Ted. That's his last name is Polish. It's like Wojciechinskinstein or something like that. He's the priest. He's the pastor at Immaculate Concession in Darden Prairie, St. Louis. I'm covering over and calling him Ted Kaczynski. Monsignor Ted. Um, anyway, he he had this beautiful line. He said, "You godparents are so important because Amanda and Justin are inviting you into their family." Ooh, and I was like, "Yeah." And that means like you want to be with these people forever. Yeah. So in this, I it's. I think the line, and so I don't go to a lot of baby baptisms. Because you hate babies. <laughs> I love. Okay, keep going. Yeah. Is the line that says, uh, Godparents, are you, are you going to help the parents? So I think it's even evangelizing. Will the you parents. help the parents of this child in their duty as Christian parents? Yeah. Is the line. Yeah. So that, does that mean changing diapers or? It can, but that less, you know, more important is building the spiritual life. Okay. So back in the day, I think there was a thing where like godparents were uh, like if the, if something happened to the parents, the godparents would like adopt the kids or something. What? That's what I always heard growing up. Wait, I thought I saw something like this. Is that on there? Yeah. I don't know. The purpose of godparents. Um, to adopt the children in the... In the... Yeah. Yeah? Um, there was a line in here... Um, it's not just a social award. Um, you're helping this kid get to heaven. But I thought I saw something in here. Um, I think that was a tradition at one, at one time. 
It, it was written down here. Oh. It was. Uh, uh, That's all right. Uh, yeah, we'll, yeah, I'll, we'll, I should have we'll, highlighted we'll it. We'll find it. Um, so it, let me say two other things. One is, uh, I, th- I think I told everybody a couple months ago, you know, I just did the funeral of my godfather. What? My Uncle Jim. My Uncle Jimmy who died. What was it? Back what, in uh, August. What was his last name? Lodge. I thought he had another name. That was Uncle. What was the other Oh, one? well, he kept, Oh, Ozzy. Ozzy. Ozzy yes. was last year, yeah. yeah. Um, no, my Uncle Jim uh, and my Aunt Mary Jane are my godparents. And, you know, it was really cool. I mean, this doesn't happen to everybody, of course, but, like, really cool to, like, have them. They've been a part of my life. I've never lived close to them, but they've they've been a part of my life and, and praying for me. And, uh, and, like, you know, we're at my ordination to the priesthood. And then now I got to do his, you know, I celebrated his funeral mass. So just that, that bond wow. that's possible with godparents is really special. Um, and I even j- I joked in my in the his in the homily at his funeral that J- my uncle Jim used to say that he was he was he was the the sole reason that I became a priest because he had such a good godfather. Oh, and my mom always resented him for that. <laughs> yeah. Um okay, so this you. all comes back though. Godparents, you know, obviously we we choose godparents for a baptism. And so I think it's important, and maybe t- we take the opportunity to just say, why, why is baptism so important? If someone is not baptized, they, sh- they should get baptized, right? It's, in, it's, a, it's incredibly important. And so baptism does a couple things. And so we'll close, we'll close with this here in our last few minutes. Um, baptism allows per- someone to enter the kingdom of God, right? So we would say in the, in the Catholic Church, one of the things we teach is that baptism is necessary for salvation, do you believe that? I do. Okay, I do. good, good. Yeah, okay, I do, I do believe it's necessary for Just checking. And, and uh, yeah, like when people say, well, what about a person who's never been baptized? Go to the catechism and read that. Yeah, there's a whole, and we've done, we've did a show yeah, yeah. on that. Go back and back. Read. That was, so yeah, baptism so. Open, opens the kingdom of heaven for, for, the, for, the, for the child or, the, or the, the older person. It cleanses us from our sins. Amen. And all punishment due to sin. Whoop, whoop. So, so I... Uh, whatever that was, three weeks ago, four weeks ago or so, I baptized a guy who is, I don't know, he's probably 50, maybe. Okay. And we were just talking and he was like, so do I like go, do I go to confession like before this? And I was like, nope, you can go to confession after, but you can't, one, you can't go to confession if you've never been baptized. You got to have baptism in order to receive the other sacraments. But, um, in baptism, I said, all the sins of your whole life are going to be forgiven. And it was just this like, what? Really? Like, like you know, when you hear something that's like so good, you can't even believe it? Yeah. So 50 years of, and the answer is yes. That's what baptism does. It cleanses us from our sins and the punishment due to sin. Yes. When we are baptized, we, sh- we come to share in Christ's death and resurrection. Uh, amen. That's amazing. Into his death Isn't that amazing? So Roman, yeah, Romans 6, we were buried therefore with him by baptism into death so that as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, we too might live a new life. We too might walk in the newness of life. Yeah. One of the things I love about, um, and just speaking about this, is the, the line, um, I was talking to Lauren Weber the other day about marriage and all the sacrament of marriage. And there's this line in the uh, in the in the where it says, um, 
dearly beloved, you have come into the house of the church so that in the presence of the church's ministers and his community, you may blah, blah, blah. It gets down. And it talks about people being baptized. Yep. And it's and because through baptism, you're entering into this heavenly marriage. That is this marriage in heaven with God who wants to share his very life with us. God, God wants to dwell in us and have his divine life, just like that image and likeness breathed into Adam and Eve in those days of creation. Yeah. That's what God wants us to, to be literally to share married. share his divine life. Yeah, be married to us. Yeah. And, and baptism is so such a beautiful gift, and we're helping our God children stay in that unity, that marriage bond with fa- the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Yeah. So it's very important, the role of godparents. So so all you parents, parents of, of future babies, take take it seriously. Pray about it. Pick pick somebody. Not for, as we just said, not for a, a, the social award, not to be polite, but who who in my life is going to help my child? Who's going to take it seriously? Who's going to help my child ultimately get to heaven? That's what that's what baptism is for. Uh, and so we gotta we just gotta take that more seriously than maybe we do right now. Anyway, that's why we wanted to do a little show on it. And if maybe you're a godparent and you haven't done a good job, now you can do a good job. No. I actually start I, start now. I'm thinking of some things to do because for a little uh Robert Robert Michael for his baptism last week, I got him a crucifix and then I got him a small knife to play animals with when his dad and him go hunting. In the oh, future. that's so nice. All right, we're out of here. Have a great day. Peace. Go Pokes. <laughs>